Top Gun 2 delayed for a year. Guardians 3 now delayed indefinitely. And Die Hard 6, really? That dude's old. Star Wars Episode 9 adds a Time Lord. Hey, maybe they can go back and redo Episode 8 now. And a charity called Get Well Gamers collects game consoles and sets them up at children's hospices and pediatric cancer hospitals across the country. If you're only involved in one charity this year, make it this one and make the lives of these kids better. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Mask question, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Headshots. And this is the Geek Underground episode number 19. And and Livy, why, why are you shaking your Meg Shark pen because around? Moss is playing on uh, the new Destiny 2 Forsaken DLC drop that's just happened. And I'm using, obviously, because it's forced perspective. Perspective. I've got forced no voice. Perspective. I am yes, making I got that. Meg eat all the little guys oh, for, I for Moss. Got here. it. So she's so sitting like, there <laughs> watching Moss play in the corner there, that Destiny. Thing. Now and, scan and it. You know, you're going to have to leave that alone for right now as I'm we get just started. Just helping her. Okay. Well, hold on. So you, you have your Meg pen. I do. You do have your Meg pen. Now, people might remember that we have had. A bet that has been going on. Yes. You recently went and saw the Meg, and now our bet had to do with the fact that you thought Jason Statham was going to punch the shark in, in the, the nose. nose. And I said, no, no, no. Jason Statham will ride that shark. He will get on that shark and ride it. And like a sandworm from June. It doesn't matter. Riding it is riding no, it. You ride no. a shark, you ride a shark. No, no, that's not what you said. And we have physical evidence because we've got all the recordings and you said he will ride it like a sandworm from dune okay listen 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 there are only so many ways that you can ride a shark now i didn't say oh. hold on to his dorsal fin okay i didn't say grab on and just hang on for dear life i said ride so yes no. like a sandworm in dune yes but still just ride the shark I mean, he's not going to throw a saddle okay. on there and ride it. But okay, so, wait, so you saw the movie, though. I did see the movie. You saw and the movie. And I saw it with another person so who we have is second only slightly biased in party. my favor. Okay, so we have a second party that is confirmed. My mother, Mrs. Mrs. Very, old Trash Panda. Very, very biased, though. Come on. Come on. No. She's your mom or your mum. She is my mum, but... Although we were going to wind you up, we decided not to because we we knew and I know other people have seen the Meg at this point. Yeah, I could have asked multiple so, people. We have exactly. listeners that I could go to and, and send messages exactly. out there. So there's no point in me lying about it. So. Okay. So, to, so <clears throat> yeah, tell me what are the results of our bet? Did the, the shark get punched in the nose by Jason Statham? Did he get ridden like a sandworm well, his in June? So, yeah, there is a slight problem. How, how is in, there a problem? It's, okay. it's either I won or, 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 or I won. I mean, well, that's really what it's down to. Here's the issue. We either drew, we both won, or we both lost. And I'm not entirely sure which. So here's, here's why I'm saying that. All right. At one point, it does appear, although it's not intentionally done, that Statham both punches and at one point kicks the shark in the nose. Actually in the nose. Yes. So so define this accidental punch. Well, is the he Meg just swimming is, and his hand happens no, to brush against his nose? Like this thing the the shark is coming right at him and he at one point he's saving another person and they've kind of sh caught the shark in a trap of such. So it kind of does that whole dog thing, you know, when it gets to the end of its leash. And he's kind of like trying to knock it. He's trying. He's he's thinking, I'm even going to get eaten here. But it gets to the point where the shark can't actually get in because it's like 
right there. Like in every Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, exactly. Where, where the dog gets chained up and, and, and little, little, yeah. little uh, Jerry's there. But because there. of the position of Just where out of reach of the jaws. is yeah. and where the shark is, you can't see if he actually makes contact or not. Okay? And there's a couple of times when that happens. Okay? Okay. So, but then the other issue is, is that when he... There is a point where he possibly, you could say he rides the shark, but he doesn't ride it like a sandworm in Dune. He gets a, a spear thing and he shoves it through the eye of the Meg or of the shark and it kind of goes to breach out. He shoves it in further and falls off. Now he rides it for less than a second if he does ride it and it isn't on the shark. He's kind of just hanging off the side of it, holding on. And he's not holding on to the shark, he's holding on to the spit. Well, you know, in Dune, here, they, they just put the hooks in the top of the sandworm and they just held yeah, on to the rope. But you know, that's kind of what just happened there. Here's the other problem is which shark is the Meg? Because there's actually two Megalodons, which is what I thought because I was thinking it was really weird in the trailers how the sharks look different sizes. Yeah. But there are actually two Megalodons. So which one is the Meg? Because one, he kicks, one he punches, and the one he appears to punch, also he hangs off for about a second. Okay. So it's very confusing. Well, well, but so, the end so, of the yeah. day is it's a... Completely ridiculous movie. A ridiculous movie. There's no doubt about it. It is really, really strange. So, so, it's, so we'll, it's fun though. We'll just say I won. Move on. Oh, and whatever. What you you know? I mean, come on. He, there he, were two occasions where it appeared he did what I said. You he was said do. he possibly did. We have physical evidence that he wrote it like no, a sandworm didn't. with the hook in the side of no, it. No, he didn't. We don't know if he ever made contact with that fist. Oh my goodness. If anybody we, we won, know. it was me. Now we it need to, wasn't we, you. we need to back up though. We've we've been uh, off. I was going to say off air, but this is not radio. We've been off internet for a number <laughs> of weeks uh, simply because we were running a family camp in August and just the, the lead up to that, and then actually running it. We were thinking of taking our gear with us, but there would have been literally no time to record while we were out there. So we do apologize. We really missed being and here with you guys. And not to mention the fact we had no internet for like two weeks, so we wouldn't have been able to upload oh, it even if yeah. we recorded it. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I mean, there are very few locations in the westernized world where you can be without internet, and this location on the eastern coast of England is one of those yes. where there is no 4G, there is no 3G. You can barely get a call out if you can get a call out, and the internet there is typically down. So it, it was yeah. a rough couple weeks having to not have, well, although actually what made it also a good couple weeks because then you're not constantly on social media. You're not constantly looking on things. You're exactly. actually invested in the camp. But I did, I did miss being here and recording the show and being a part of this. But I miss me being the trash panda. I know. And this is dad pool. I didn't say, did I even say who we were? No, I I'm missed trash all of panda. that. It's been so long. And, and I am your dad pool. Yes. Yes. We are so out of sync. Yes, and we have Moss with us tonight. We do have Moss She's with visiting. us. She's visiting. She's not actually going to say anything, I don't think. She, she might she, say random words here and there, but she's playing Destiny 2 right yeah, now. Yes, so you might just hear swearing in the background is what you may hear. I very as, much as she, doubt you'll hear a swear. <laughs> not much one to swear, but you never no. know. You never know. Ooh, though, I wanted yeah, to start with one thing, Because the though. other thing that was really exciting that happened while we've been off air is there was an article that was written about us and oh, yes. the podcast. It was. In the Counties magazine. And its title was Christians Can Be Nerds Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. Yeah, Counties is an organization that's uh, teaming up with us to help in the youth work that we do. And, and they and got behind the us. And, oh, I'm saying they got behind us and did a whole write-up about our family and the podcast. And uh, so, so that was really, really cool. And so then our last episode has been our most listened to episode by and far. And if you were listening and you read that article, thank you for coming and listening to us. No, absolutely. We it, love it. Yeah, uh, it, it's great to kind of have that exposure and really get more of what we're doing. And, and on that, though, because because we do like to, to point you in the direction of some amazing things that are happening in the, in the world of geek and nerddom, aside from just the cool stuff, we want to focus on people that are doing good. Yeah. And, and there's a company out there right now. 
Um, and they're running something called Geeks versus Loneliness. Uh, and what it is is this company goes around and they collect uh, donations of game consoles in order to give them, them to children's wards in hospitals and hospices across the, the UK. So this is happening right now uh, across the UK. An organization is collecting these. Hopefully people will donate them if possible. Uh, and they're able to donate these then to, to children's hospitals. where That's it can, really cool. it, it can be a real... I've, I've been in hospitals before that are very drab and dreary. I had, my, I had something very simple when I was younger. I had my appendix out, but you're still, I was in the hospital for a, for a couple days, maybe a week and, and hospitals aren't fun as a kid. I was, I think maybe 10 at the time. And I just remember being, it, it felt very weird and sterile and, and lonely when my family wasn't there. And, and to have a place where I know I could go and actually just hang out with other kids that especially, you know, in some of the, these cancer wards or hospices where, uh, you know, it's really difficult on them to have some bit of normalcy is very, very cool. Uh, and if you would like to help team up with this charity, we will have a link in our comment section yep. uh, to, to get involved with it because it because it is a very, very cool thing. And and again, something more people need to do just as far as so that helping geeks out. Geeks versus loneliness. Geeks versus loneliness. And I think the name of their campaign is Get Well Gamers is uh, kind of what they're calling it. Nice. Uh, and I, again, I'll include links to their to their webpage. But just, just something something awesome. I love looking at the lighter side of this industry and people that are a part of this geekdom and things that we love that are that are doing everything they can to give back. And, and that, that to me is awesome. Now, did you have any media... I have, I have some quick headlines I want to hit on from the past couple of weeks we've been off air, but did you have anything that really just stood out to you as the awesome thing in the last couple of weeks? Um... So, so nothing. Destiny. I'm gonna have to go with Destiny too because the new Forsaken DLC has just dropped, which was really good fun because I bought the uh, DLC for Sean as part of his birthday present, and then when we went to go and put it in, the code wouldn't work, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realised, oh yeah, because Sean has an American PlayStation, an American PlayStation account, and I brought the British version. You bought the British codes from Game. So. Martin has uh, now got the uh, the British code because they wouldn't refund me. <laughs> so he's going to be able to join us on Destiny 2. Again, if you want to come and join us, we'd love to play with you. We're on there a lot of evenings. Um, we're in the Noobs with Attitude clan. Um, it's Tasmanian Flea I think we still need to start the Geek Underground we clan. We, we should this. really start a clan. Although I do like the perks because we have a really active clan for the we most do. part. And we get a lot of really cool clan perks. And we because haven't of, had time to raid or Nightfall. But we'd love to raid in Nightfall with you guys. I would love it if we had people to raid in Nightfall with because I've never done a Nightfall and I've never done a raid. And that's oh, really sad. It's really, really sad. It is. I will be raiding plenty in the States. But I've got to say, we played a load of this... Uh, We've we've seen the demise of Cade Six, which was it was coming. It was, it was all sad. over. Yeah, it was. But at the same time, because Nathan Fillion didn't do the voice of Cade in this, although it was really funny, and the uh, the final battle scene that was he it does, Nolan North that did the voice, yeah, who was yeah, the voice yeah. of the ghost, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this uh, fight scene that he does towards the beginning of the uh, DLC is just insanely cool. Oh, if you love Kate, um, you, 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 <laughs> but the you'll love the stuff that he's pulling out. Love you, Nolan, but really and truly, it it dropped it for me because it wasn't It's lacking Fillion. without Fillion. It's definitely Fillion, lacking without Fillion. I think I would have sobbed if it had been Fillion, just the way he talks, because that is Kate to me. But, um, yeah, like cut me in the Reynolds fields. Dying. I mean, come on. Why did you have to kill off Cade? Why couldn't you have killed off Zavala or Cora? Because nobody cares about them. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, it made more sense because it's about the, what are they called? The Awoken. And then, yeah, kill off Zavala. That makes more sense. I mean, he's in the Woken, so they could be like, we don't like you, Zavala. You're going to die. Well, yeah, but it, it, wasn't, boom, boom, it, boom. it wasn't really as if they were targeting Cade. He just happened to be the one that was there. Oh, whatever. Uh, I didn't like it. I know. No, I no, didn't. But, but the Gambit... Oh my gosh. It's just a really different dynamic Love for it. the mechanics of it, the way that it works. Uh, it's one of those elements where you mix PVP and PVE together and it, it's very new to, to, to destiny. Not that they haven't had things like that before, but, but, but really I, they haven't had things like this before. And so, so it's really cool the way that it works. It's really cool the way that, that it, uh, it functions. Uh, and we've only played it a couple times, but I, I really want to get into it more so that oh, I can yeah. uh, really like, start to figure out the nuances been of it. For the fact I knew it was the like the first day back at school today, 
I would have been up all till night. like yeah, all night playing bling. that because it was so much fun. Even though we lost every like the three matches we got to play, we lost them. It was so. Well, it's because the matchmaking kept putting it four v three on us. It didn't. It wasn't giving us a full team. But, but we'll, still, yeah, we'll because get there. we were trying to learn how to do it. And the thing is, is I've already seen like today I was playing. I saw somebody who was level fifty four. Wow. How on earth are they doing this? This guy must have been playing like Destiny solidly since the DLC dropped. I and mean, it's the only way he could have got up to level 54 already. That's crazy. It's insane. It's really crazy. Now, what do you have in movie news, though, right now? Do you have any movie news? Because I've got a couple Ooh. things I can quick hit for you real quick. Um, so we saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. We did. I'll talk about that more later. Okay. I have some stuff that ties into Avengers 4 that I'd like to hit on with that. Okay, cool. Um, so something The Meg related. I have my little Meg. Um, the Asylum who have just bought us the last part of the Sharknado series. <gasps> why, and why do we need a number? Sharks. Dragon Sharks. How cool is that? They go back in time and they have Dragon Sharks. I'm loving it. It's amazing. So... Dragon sharks. Just, so why? they thought. Why? Well, the, why you know, the Meg we is out dragon there. Sharks? We've got the Meg out there, so we obviously need something new and different. So they've bought us a film called Megalodon, and it's just a low vo- budget version of the Meg. What? Which the Meg is a B movie already, so I don't know how you work out what that is, but it's called Megalodon, and it literally almost parallels the same storyline as the Meg. Did you ever see or hear of? So when Pacific Rim came out, yeah, they came out with yes, a, it was like called the Atlantic Rim or the Atlantic Reef or something that was, I think it was the Atlantic Rift. A rift. It, it was so cheesy. I saw a trailer for it and I thought it was a spoof, but they actually created a movie. I don't get why, <laughs> especially when you already have almost a B or a C yeah, movie. But you it's can't the create. Asylum and the, the asylum, asylum makes Sharknado. So. I already love everything they do because right. it's so ridiculous. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this <laughs> really bad version of the Meg and it should be really good fun. So that that's that's me excited. That's terrible. Um, I'm really loving that. It's just, it's. I didn't even know they were doing it. I was just checking out the trailers today and there it was. I was like, really? Come on. Seriously? Um, the other interesting news in movies I've got, you might like this, Um Carl Urban. I love Carl Urban. I love Carl Urban too. He was recently at a Star Trek convention. Is he still doing those? Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. And he started talking about Quentin Tarantino, who has dropped into J.J. Abrams' office and has pitched him an idea for a Star Trek movie. Really? Tarantino doing a Star Trek movie. So, um... Carl Urban said, wow. I know a little bit about what it is, and it's bananas. So would it, so it wouldn't be... Star Trek Four is already in production, pre-production, right? No, it's right? all held up at the moment. Star Trek Four is? Star Trek Four is all held up. They're having a really big problem because Chris Pine is just not wanting to do it. I don't know. But they can't get it off the ground at the moment because wow. of certain actors and things that are going on is a bit crazy. So, well, you, I mean, you, you look at who's in there and you have some amazing actors mm-hmm. that could get pulled in a bunch of different directions with Zoe Saldana and Simon I Pegg, mean, Chris Zoe Pine, Saldana's Carl Urban, Quentin lit- Tarantino. Good. Yeah. Uh, John, John Cho, John Chu, Cho, who, who plays a che- uh, not Chekhov, the other one. Um, Sulu. Sulu. Yeah. I John, think it's John Cho, Chu. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't, we wouldn't see anything for over a year because Tarantino's working with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio on a project right now. Um, but Urban said it could be the first R-rated Star Trek movie ever. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're going to have to pull in the reins a little bit. Now, it, Tarantino, I've never been a huge Tarantino fan overall with, with when he's just raw and out there. I haven't liked it. But if you could pull the reins in just a little bit, that could be a fan, an amazing movie. Like truly, truly an amazing movie if you let him actually have some I of his creative brilliance out there. Some of what he did, like when he did um, Kill Bill, if you, if you remove certain parts of Kill Bill, like 
well, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not even going to explain what I mean by that. But there are parts of Kill Bill that I absolutely love. And there are other parts that I'm like, you could have just taken that out. Or that are crude or crass that just yeah. don't need to be a part of it. But if you keep the action, you keep the elements of his storytelling, you keep the elements of, of just, just, just oh, his... An amazing the, the, the way that he directs and, and what he actually... The vision he tries to pull from a story... That that that's the part where I think it'd be amazing, and that's why I, I said I think you need to rein him in ju- just a little bit, just to the point where yeah. it, it still could be sort of considered a I'm not going to say family friendly, but just just not one that you want to have to tell people not to go see because while well, there's this this and this in there, yeah. you still want it to be a movie that's yes it's darker, but it it it, it can still see, be watchable. I, I think it's I think his. Um what movie am I thinking of? Like Pulp Fiction. I don't like Pulp Fiction. I'm sorry. I don't. It's a bit rough. I don't like the content rough. at all. From a directional point of view, the way he set up that movie and the editing that he pushed for and the way the movie is, um, the overlook of the movie, let's put it that way, is brilliant. There is no two ways about it. I don't like the actual movie. I don't like the content of the movie. But when you look at it just from but the what's standpoint in the suitcase? of a filmmaker. What's in the suitcase? Okay, Arbed. Um, just from that point of view, it's it's really, really interesting. And no. I, I like to see what he could do with it. But the fact that Carl Urban says it's bananas oh, is like, I'm wondering what he's getting up to. And if you get Tarantino and Abrams together, I think it might be really interesting. Would one produce and one direct? Is that kind of how you'd have to to go with that? But I guess Abram, I mean, Tarantino is going to Abram's offices to pitch ideas. Maybe he's just pitching the idea and, you know, Abram's does with it. it. I don't know. But that's, we're not going to see anything from it for at least a year. It could be completely terrible. It could be, you know, a really it, it crass not, and not awful. Even get and, off the gra- that's, yeah. that's the problem. Who like knows? so many of these things, you know, even looking at, uh, we, we have a, a friend that's a comic book creator that's been trying to get certain projects off the yeah. ground and he gets, he gets told, Hey, we're going to make this into something and then gets excited because he thinks that his property is getting made into something, but then it just gets shut down because that's the way things go in Hollywood yeah, is exactly. things get picked up. But until it's actually made, you never know for sure whether it's coming out. I mean, unless you get the massive studios that are, you know, they have have to get the wheels churning years and years ahead of time to make something happen. But um, it can be difficult. Things get picked up and put down just overnight sometimes on those. That's my movie news. Okay. I've got a couple quick hits here. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine added Matt Smith. We now have a I Time Lord. That. A Time Lord. A Time Lord is now in the Star Wars universe, which has me super excited. Oh, Moss has got her mouth Moss open. Is she doesn't excited. know to look at us or the TV screen, uh, and she's getting beaten up by weird things. Uh, the Top Gun sequel got delayed by a full year. I saw that. Did you see that? I think it's because they needed to now figure out and trim down to fit in their flight suits. I think that's why they, they, they had the year <laughs> pushed back. Um, <laughs> oh, I love you, Val Kilmer. Yeah, I, but, I but, love you. But come on, 30 years, 30 years, you're not going to fit into anything you wore 30 years I ago. I feel the need, the need for speed. Uh, well, of course, I was 10 30 years ago, so I, I wouldn't <laughs> fit in my clothes 30 years ago. But, no, you know, there, there's a certain point where your body changes, and, and, and uh, Val Kilmer's did for a little bit, but he slimmed down. Actually, I saw him at uh, some recent pictures, and he's he's trimming out again. Yeah, he's he's not hanging out he in New Mexico working, just as much. He's because, working uh, to get back in that flight too suit. Too many Navajo tacos, I think, for him. Probably. Yeah. Probably, but he is working to get back in his flight suit. Um, there's also multiple reports that a follow-up Blade movie is in the works. Oh now, my gosh! Possibly two projects, and Wesley Snipes is attached to these. And this, what? I know, you're looking at a sixty-something-year-old, well, almost sixty-year-old. Wesley Snipes. I can't see him playing this role. If you bring back Ryan Reynolds as and, and uh, oh, who is the, the the girl? Jessica Alba. Thank you. No, not Alba. No. Uh, Jessica Biel. Yes, Jessica Biel. Just the Jessica. Right. Sorry, n- not Jessica Biel. Jessica Timberlake. If you bring back Jessica Timberlake. Oh my gosh. Well, she's married to Justin. You got, you got to call her by her married name. Um, wah, wah, wah. That would be that would be a really cool team to follow. Or if you did prequel style, I just can't see Wesley Snipes doing this. Uh, Downton Abbey, they they're uh, getting the whole cast for a Downton Abbey movie. It'll start the principal filming movie? here. Soon. A movie. The entire principal cast will be a part of the movie. <gasps> is Matthew back? Um, let me check. I have some notes written down. What is Matthew's name? The the actor that plays the guy him? who's in the. Oh, I can't think of his name. Oh, 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 he was in not the last night of the museum movie. Uh, I don't know. 
Hold on, hold on. We've got David Haig, Tuppence Middleton, hold Kate on. Phillips, Stephen Campbell. That's all I got for you. I don't know. Imelda Staunton. Imelda Staunton, that's interesting. Geraldine James. That's interesting. Simon Jones. Any of those. Any of those ring a bell. Okay, so regardless, yes, Downton Abbey, they have a movie coming out, uh, which should be very cool. Die Hard 6 is coming out with a new title uh, just called McLean. Going to focus very much on John McLean and his uh, origin. No, I don't think so. (gasps) No. Well, he died, didn't he? He didn't die. Nobody saw him die. <laughs> okay, I didn't watch a single... I didn't even see 10 minutes of you the entirety of Downton Abbey. You don't see him die. I refuse to not say he's dead. He's he is not dead. dead. Okay, Die Hard no. 6. McLean, it's coming. Sequel Boom. and a prequel in the same movie. So we'll have a young McLean, an old McLean, and we'll see if that works. No. Um, and my... I'm not going to say this is my most exciting movie news, but something that is very, very exciting. Transformers the movie. 1986 animated Transformers the movie will be in theaters, over a thousand theaters across the U.S. on September 27th, which I may or may not happen to be in the U.S. at that time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, heading to the States on the 7th, coming back on the 29th. The Meg is now eating my head. Um, you you might not be a Transformers fan, but that that you got the touch. I was gonna say it has possibly, arguably the best soundtrack on yeah. any animated film ever. Now Shrek, you've done a great job with your soundtracks, but come on, if you have Weird Al and an amazing collection of pure '80s hair and glam rock, you you cannot go wrong. And I'm not really a glam rocker, like hair metal type fan, but but still, it was just an amazing soundtrack for the '80s and uh, completely remastered, redone. <laughs> Yes, songs like that. Pull that away, please. Yes, we don't need to relive all those songs, but yes, songs yes, like we that. Do. I no, love we don't. That song. But but I'm really excited because I I'm not sure if I will be able to go because again it's not in every theater across the U.S. But a thousand a thousand theaters it's a pretty massive number. I'll be come out on, f- Mr. Allen. You know you want to put it on. I'll be out in Phoenix at that point. Oh, and I would imagine that in Phoenix, Ooh, Rad. it will probably yes have a no. Rad's in Long Beach now. Oh, yeah. Alexis. She's not a manager at the theaters anymore. Dang it. I know all of our friends that were involved in movie theaters are now moved and off to somewhere else. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well, indeed. But no, I, I'm sure in Phoenix I can find a theater that has that. So if you would like to relive your childhood or for the first time you love the Transformers and have never seen where it all began in the movies, uh, spoiler alert, Optimus dies. Oh. <gasps> Is that a bad spoiler when you're 30 years removed from it? Uh, That's not a spoiler anymore. Yeah, come on. That's 30 years ago. But yeah, so uh, in theaters, September 27th, check out your local theater to see if they're playing it. I'm not going to be able to get to see it. That's Uh, not fun. That should be be cool. And that's pretty much all of my just kind of quick hits on movie news. Uh, And actually, these last couple weeks, there hasn't been a ton of movie movie news and, and just geek news. It's been kind of a mellow... Uh, end of the summer without much happening. Now, we do have a great lineup of films coming out in the fall. Uh, there are some amazing things coming out with, with Spawn, Fantastic Beast coming. Um, I know people are excited about Fantastic Beast. Yes. Uh, Wreck It, Wreck It, Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet. The trailers of that that are just getting better and better and better. I'm super excited about seeing that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, there's even an animated Grinch coming, and I haven't really seen or heard much about that. But it, but it, it doesn't look too bad. I've never been a. I wasn't a fan of the first one, uh, the Which Grinch one? Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey and and. What? That's a classic. I, I know people like that one. Oh, uh, Carrie's gonna get you. I, sorry. It's amazing. I, I, the, the animated one. If I'm gonna see an animated one, it's the new Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man Into Ugh. the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. That one, I think, will be cool because it's really going to open up the world Ooh. of Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, all of that stuff. Well, not really Spider-Gwen anymore. It's Ghost, not Spider-Gwen. But I'm excited about that. So so for those of you that are having a summer hangover and don't know where to go, the fall has, has a plethora of movies that are coming out that are definitely going to... Uh, satisfy your movie appetite even bumblebee and that movie every time i've heard it reviewed bumblebee is getting better and better reviews uh aquaman comes out in december as well i think on the same date as bumblebee aquaman and bumblebee and there's five movies that come out on the 21st 
I would much rather go see Bumblebee over Aquaman, though. Oh, yeah. No, I want to see Aquaman. I, I, I do want to I see it. I like DC. Do you know what? That was funny, actually, because when we were at camp, we got to meet a very special person. We did. It was, oh, it was pretty amazing. cool. We didn't know this guy. On the second week, we were hanging out with um, some people, and it turns out that one of the people that we were at camp with happens to be um, part... He does like special effects and stuff. He, doesn't he works he? for a special. It's all the physical special effects. Yeah. So anything that's happened explosions in the, in the Justice League movie and Wonder Woman and the upcoming Wonder Woman and the upcoming Flash. Yeah, he's he been knows working why on. Chris Pine's back. He does. And he wouldn't. Tell he knows us. the entire story of Wonder Woman, the uh, 1987, 1984. What's the title? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's an 80s title, but uh, so, so he knows the entire storyline. He said, "I can spoil it for you right now, but I may get in a lot of trouble." I'm like, dude, no, it's fine. Let's not worry about that. But yeah, it was it was awesome because he had some really cool stuff that he he showed us some of the uh, just the props he's built. I mean, and they build the everything, anything yeah, that is a yeah. physical effect. He showed Gal Gadot in a, a little some test footage walking across the the World War II uh, battlefield, deflect World War One. Was it one or two? Sorry. Where World she, War II. Okay, the battlefield where she's deflecting mortar shells into the ground and there's explosions happening around her and they make all the explosions. They made everything. And, and so it was really cool to see kind of some of the behind the scenes but of it was how nice they did this. Because, oh, see, man, I the thing to... was is I didn't really want to speak to him straight away because I was like, I don't want to sound like I'm geeking out I on know. him. And that's <laughs> the only reason I want to speak to him is because I think what he does is super cool. And in the end, I started, started chatting to him anyway. And... um. I told him basically that I'm not very happy with the DC universe. And the funny thing was he agreed with me. Yeah. He super agreed with me and told and said it should it needs be, to be dark better. and it should stay dark. Oh yeah, that's right. He said it should be darker. It should be darker and it, it could be a whole lot better than it is. And I think DC needs to figure out what they're doing because when they try to make a, let's make some of it fun, family friendly. And then the other part of it's it, okay. not, it, it isn't, if you're doing it doesn't like work the when kids, they, like the, you know, like the Shazam, when you're trying to do Shazam, you know what kind of movie that but is. But if they then try and get Shazam to join the Justice that League, that's work, not going to work No, it's not going to work, which I don't think they will because Shazam was never a part of the Justice League. Yeah. I'm sure he had some team-ups at different points, but I don't believe he was ever a part of the Justice League. But that was the problem with this Justice League movie is you never knew what it was. Is, is this a family movie? Is this a darker movie? And he's right. You do need to go darker. But but you're right in the fact that I just wanted to sit and he had, he had videos, he had pictures, and I really wanted to see everything. But they were really cool people, so I didn't want them to think again I was only geeking out and being there because of what he did. Yeah, but it was pretty cool to kind of like hang out with someone like that. So super cool. Um, I've got a little bit of TV news, which is interesting. There's TV news. Uh, yes. We can flip to TV. Sunday, the 7th of October. Okay. Season 11. Oh, of Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Now, what's really awesome is they've given it a new date. So it used to be on Saturday. Now it's on, they're giving it a better time slot on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so I think they really feel a lot better well, about the series. The title, the opening episode title is The Woman Who Fell to Earth. Ooh. So obviously it must be the Doctor because she's now a woman. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm going to be one of those people that that I, I'm not I'm not sexist at all. It, it's going to be just weird for me having a female doctor when I've been so in love with what David Tennant, Matt Smith have been able to do with the role. Even Capaldi to some extent. Moss is showing me the woman falling, the doctor falling. Oh, the to doctor Earth. falling. <laughs> it, it, it's just hard for. So I, I almost need to see this as an entirely. But the new thing is, is thing. it makes sense in a in a way because you've got the. Um, you've had the 13 reiterations of the male doctor. So maybe now the way that they do it is that now it's become female so that he can carry or she can carry or they can carry on for that amount of time. I get, I guess I don't know. So it's, it would be interesting anyway. So there you go. I, I'm interested to see it. Oh, I, um, I, I mentioned I as like well, her trust me. Much, it's the only thing I've really ever seen her in was in St. Trinian's when she's, um, she, <laughs> she was in St. Trinian's, uh, the new St. Trinian's movies. Um, she was the secretary. So there you go. Yes, I know. She's now twigging that it was the secretary. Um, yeah, I, I liked her in that. It just made me laugh. But she she's quirky, and I think that's going to be a good thing for the Doctor in being, you know, 
a female this time. So I'm interested to see it. I want to see I'm it. I'm interested as well. Again, I've just always associated a masculine side to the doctor and that's why it's going to be difficult. And I'm just going to have to, the same way with ready player one, when I watched the movie, I had to think of it as a totally different entity from the book because the book was so good in my yeah. mind. I just viewed it as something separate and it was still really good. And I need to do that with doctor who as well. I need to go, okay, you know what? This is doctor who, but it's something totally different. This is not David Tennant. This is not Matt Smith. This is a new thing and just enjoy the story that way and i think i'll be able to I'm enjoy sorry, it no more. matter what you did cabaldi sucked mm. yeah no moss is agreeing with me I, so I, well, that's I, all right I, i'm not gonna say that because i, I, I do was the worst I, thing ever i do res- worst i respect what they've been ever. able to do so i'm not gonna say that uh i'll respect what they've been able to do, do, you know do with what, the Moffat, show i love you to death but cabaldi sucked stop that's just where it goes sorry anyway can we talk ant-man and the wasp Okay, what about Ant-Man and the Wasp do you want to talk on? Um, I just want to say, you know, it it was interesting, but I really, really honestly... I think the first first one was better. The the first one was better. The first Ant-Man was better. I I think they tried to do a lot of the same things in this one, which kind of then felt a little derivative, just retold. It, it, It didn't quite have the fresh feel overall. The one thing that it had going is just the introduction, not that it was introduced, but really opening up the world of the quantum realm, because according to people like Evangeline Lilly, the Rousseau brothers, that's going to be the direction that the MCU is headed. And I'm okay with that. But my problem was, is that that was that was the only reason they made that movie. That was the whole point of that movie was to go, okay, so for Infinity War Part 2, which obviously it's not called Part 2 or whatever it is, but... That all they were doing with the Ant-Man and the Wasp is like, oh, we need to use the quantum. We need to widen out the quantum um, realm. So obviously, let's make an Ant-Man and Wasp movie because then we can do that. Well, yeah, and but it, I didn't like it that much. I it was know. just another. It was, it was better than Black Panther for me. But I still walked away thinking I'd rather have seen the Meg. And I enjoyed the Meg more than I did Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, you, you don't have a defined villain in the movie. You have a villain that, that vacillates between good and bad. And, and, and then you're not really sure who they... who they, Even at the end, then, you, they're not really a villain anymore. <laughs> and uh, we're just watching Kay die Sorry, on the screen. Kay just, uh, just died. And, uh, M, uh, 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 Moss is having a, a, a little crying fit. It's okay, Moss. It's okay. So no defined bad guy. But then, but then also with that, I, I do sometimes like... I, I like movies that don't have world-ending events happening. It, it was very much back to the street level, very much back to just family-oriented, family-focused. You, you're looking at... You know, oh, Scott and his daughter. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at Scott and his daughter. It was a fun movie. And, and so, from from that point of view, it was refreshing. From that point of view, it was really nice because you've taken a step back away from the Infinity Wars and this cosmic force that, that's and kind of tearing through say stuff. Again, Michelle Pfeiffer. Does that woman ever age? She does not. She is so gorgeous still. I mean, she can still pull off a thirty-year-old, and I mean, she must be in her sixties. Believe and so. She, and she still can play a believable 60-year-old, but you put a bit of makeup on and she looks like she's in her 30s. No, no, yeah, she, she definitely does. Amazing. She stepped right off the Batman set as Catwoman right into that. I mean, but but I, I think you do have the introduction of, of, of the Wasp, actually both Wasp iterations as well here, uh, that they can then make their way into the MCU and you will see them. Although Evangeline Lilly said her role in Avengers Infinity War, whatever part two is called, it's going to be very minimal and... and uh, not really sure then what to expect out of her character, but the quantum realm with now the, the possibility of multiverses, uh, we even see, uh, we saw some set pictures of, uh, of Infinity War Part 2, as we'll call it, or Avengers 4, where Scott Lang is fighting b- beside Captain America in New York in the very first Avengers movie. So, so we don't know, are we seeing then multiverses here where Ant-Man was a part of the Avengers back then, and, and we're going to be jumping between multiverses, possibly. Oh, who knows? But, but be, be, one of the cool things, though, is that the physicist that worked on Ant-Man and Wasp and Ant-Man has also worked on Captain Marvel and Avengers 4. So we have we have this real-life quantum physicist that's been helping out with these shows and is showing up, so we know it's going to play something with, with, Captain, uh, with Captain Marvel, and we know it's going to play some role in Avengers 4, which is possibly the time travel element, which you can do now with the quantum realm, Without yeah. the time stone. 
Yes. So there are just so many different directions you could go with, with, with what they have now. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to focus too much here on on all this this quantum stuff. But again, it, it's where all I believe quantum stuff. it's all this quantum stuff, all but this it's quantum stuff. But I think it, it's where Carol Danvers <laughs> has been, I think, is probably somewhere trapped in the quantum realm, possibly. Maybe. Maybe. That's my guess. I'm guessing she is trapped in the quantum realm, and that's what that little pager was. It actually was a way to communicate into the quantum realm, or it could have just been some deep space transmitter, and she's off fighting in the Kree Wars. I don't know. But, Who knows where she is? We'll find out in what, March? Um, yes, March and then May. So so March is Captain Marvel, yeah. and then May is uh, part four. Which... See, I'm actually looking forward to Captain Marvel, I've got to say, but I'm... I'm getting kind of superheroed out at this point a little bit, I must admit. Like, the Guardians are different because... Which is on hold now. It's it's permanently oh, on hold. And we'll have to see what happens with that. Yeah, because James Have Gunn, you seen what Dave Bautista's even been saying? He's like, I don't care if I get fired at this point. They can fire me. I, I, I mean, he, he's at a point right now, and you look at all of what he's saying, uh, he's at a point right now where he is, like, done with Disney, and it's kind of scary because he, he's just like, you know what, fire me if you have to, or maybe I'll walk off the set. He's not even sure if he's going to continue, uh, you know, with the movie, even if they don't fire him at this point, which is, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I don't know. I mean, he, he, he's talking about how it's bittersweet. He's had conversations, but he really is just still, he hasn't been able to get past what they did to James Gunn. And I don't blame him because as we've talked about, it, it's absolutely ridiculous what they have done to James Gunn. Yeah. Well, we, we'll leave it there because we've, we've spent many, many, many episodes talking about James Gunn. Well, not many, 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 but definitely many, many episodes. <laughs> um, definitely at, at length. We have, we've have, I've yeah. shared my opinion on that and I don't need to do it again. No, you don't. But, but, it, but it still is kind of like, what would the guardians be without Batista, without Drax? I mean, you, you cannot recast that, right? You're, no. you're not just going to recast someone else's Drax because that would not work. Would they have to kill him off? I mean, what, what do you do? I, I'm guessing they would have to recast it because I don't think you can kill off Drax. Um, was he killed in the... Yeah, he was one of the ones that disappeared, wasn't he? Yeah, the only one was um, Rocket's the only one that was left of yeah. the uh, Guardians. I, d- I don't know. Um, I don't even know if they could find somebody who could play it as well as Batista. That's the problem. But... Uh, and it's, we'll see. And it's not, I think, that he even plays it well, necessarily. He's so dry, though, because he, I'll be honest, he's not that great of an actor. <laughs> no, but I think but it's... But that's why it works. <laughs> that's why for that character it works. Yeah. Yes. I mean... No, I've seen Batista in, in, in lots of different things, but he usually plays very silent, very... Well, he just plays an angry big man. Heavy kind of role. An and, angry big man. Yeah, pretty much. Just a, a, a big guy, Pretty big much. muscles, and he's angry. And that is typically the Dave Batista role. Yeah. And and he plays something different, a role that, uh, again, Batista, I love you. Um, you were made as a WWE wrestler, not so much as an actor, but you you pull off Drax in, in, in what you do. And it, it's do re- you have to have timing for what you do? I and still only think there's one actor that's been able to kind of like cross that boundary and really make it, and that's The Rock. Oh, Dwayne Johnson, of course. Because I mean, he just plays, charisma. But he just plays, I mean, I was watching um, Be Cool again this afternoon. I love that movie. And him playing that just slightly, slightly homosexual kind of, you know, cowboy thing, singing that, you know, ridiculous song with the red cowboy, which, you know, you can't be a thing if you can't be my man sort of thing, you know, and singing a woman's role and then doing the bring it on. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this guy is so good. Yeah. Because he's such a manly man. And then pulling off something like that, it was like. Such a clever guy. I like The Rock. I he just you can't not like. It. I mean, he's in everything at the moment, isn't he? Everything. Oh, I remember seeing. I actually was at was at one uh, WWE event that he was wrestling at, and he he was a ripped cut guy back in the day. Mm. But you, I mean, he's like twice the man now. I mean, if you look at him now, I mean, in, yeah. in, in all of the Fast and the Furious movies, he is so swole. That guy is just. Not, I mean, he must work out. Every single day, There's seven a, hours a day, um, and that's his life between he's movies. He's now Holy working cow. at this uh, new movie that apparently um, he's going to be playing the king of Hawaii. Um, oh, yeah, Maka yeah. Hawaii, uh, I saw that. E-T- I can't no, 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 it. it looks really good. Oh, yeah, it looks brilliant, but he's playing the king. But then again, there's only like two 
guys who could have played it and he seems to be like cornering the market against Aquaman right now. Jason Momoa <laughs> is just kind of getting... You can, it's like one of the, with the basketball players when they like stick their butts out and go, bucks them out, bucks them out, bucks them out. That's all The Rock's doing. He's like, dude, you're not having any of this. For any Pacific mine. Islander, it's nothing it's but mine. Dwayne Johnson. You and can it, have Aquaman, but the rest is mine. I mean, he's really he's just like, that's mine and this is mine and that's mine and that's mine and that's mine. Yes, me. He's hilarious. I would take him in. Like him. You can pretty much put him in anything other than oh, yeah. G.I. Joe. He could not save G.I. Joe, but you can almost put him in anything. Oh, but come on. <laughs> as soon as they killed off, like, dude, I mean, I'm not. A, I Channing like Tatum. Channing Tatum in some ways. I've actually seen him act very well, and he's an exquisite dancer. I mean, you can't fault his dancing. He's amazing. But he's not. I have seen him do serious acting. He's done well with it, but. He's more of a fun actor. Let's just face it like that. But no, they killed him off in the first like two minutes of the movie. Of the and it was like, one. what was the point? Because you didn't carry over any characters almost. So You had like Scarlet and yeah, you had Scarlet Sienna Miller and Baroness and... No, was Baroness not in this? In it. I can't remember. It, it was, was one of those so forgettable eyes. movies that Snake I cannot eyes remember. And his, um, his brother, what's the, the other one's name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Storm. Uh, uh, there's quick kick was one, and then it was uh, no wow. the, the other I, ninja I, I know, guy I, I know, that's and, opposite and, him, and I cannot Dude, think of it right now. Seriously, you can't remember that? I'm sorry. Is it Stormcaller? No, no? Snake Eyes Nemesis uh, is wow. Really? Storm Shadow. I said Storm, but you didn't say Storm Shadow. I didn't know what it, I knew it was Storm something. Anyway, he was in it, but yeah. I don't think there was like any of the others like. Um, the Wayans blow, um, whatever, I can't remember his name, but he was, he's not in it. Like, yeah, it was, it was sadly lacking like any real So the rock was trying to carry just a terrible script along and couldn't couldn't shoulder that burden. (laughs) No, the only scene I really remember is when Duke died and when they're hanging off the side of the mountain with snake eyes and he's like running on the on the mountain, like having a ninja fight. Oh, I do remember that scene now. That see, all I remember cool. was when Duke died and then the very end where they're on the beach and the end. And that's kind of, there's like nothing that. in between. Nope. It's a very forgettable movie. Okay. Moving on. Um, I, I just want to wrap it up now. And I do want to apologize. We have, t- to me, I feel like we have been just so scatterbrained for our <laughs> first, for our first week back here in a number of weeks. I mean, we, we are still just trying to relax ourselves from these, these, uh, two weeks at camp and, and the many weeks prior preparing for it. We've got camp stuff strewn all over the house house from the games and events that we did and so so i apologize about that just know that we will well i'm gonna be gone in america now for three weeks with my family back here in the uk not sure how recording is going to work there either we might do some solo adventures with you guys or just some quick updates um but we're going to try to get back into a rhythm with this coming school year i did want to touch back on again uh with the charity we talked about called get well gamers I will have a link to their webpage where they they collect consoles to take into hospices. You said it was geeks versus loneliness. It, it is, but but then then what they're doing is called Get Well Gamers. Oh, okay. Is, so is, both. The, is the is the campaign they are running, um, and uh, so, so Get Well Gamers is the name of the campaign. I think the geeks versus loneliness is kind of like just their like a slogan or a tagline oh, okay. or something they've been a part of. And always check us out on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram feeds at the, the Geek Insta book, yeah, at the Geek UG everywhere we are. That and you can find us on Destiny Two as Tasmanian Fleet and Techno Sugar. Please friend us. If no, you're I'll playing. go ahead and I'll put those in the comment section as well if you want to yeah. find us because I know that they're spelled a little funny. So if you want to try to find us, find us, and we're with we the would love for you to be our which friend. Which is a very welcoming clan. And like yes, I say, are. at some point we will probably make our own clan up, but. At the moment, they're a very welcoming clan. They're a very active clan. So if you want to join us, you can come and play with us there. Yeah. So it's been great being back with you guys. I'm sorry we've been just all over the place tonight. We will try to get things a little, little tighter and more together as we move forward here with this and school year. And hopefully I get my voice back properly. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're lucky it's back as far as it, as it is right now. It's been pretty rough the last couple of days. Yeah, I had to gargle before I started the show because otherwise, Sean says at some point I sound really good and then I start sounding like Minnie Mouse and it was going towards Minnie Mouse. When, so. when your voice is gone, you are straight up Minnie Mouse. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I gargled to uh, make sure I had enough voice to get through the show. (laughs) So hopefully by (laughs) next week, I've got it back a bit more. All right. Yeah. No, it's been fun though. Um, Neither of us won the bet. So that's, 
I, 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 we didn't have anything writing on it Do either. You know what? I won because I got to see the movie. Yeah, well, I wanted to see it, but you said I had to go watch Ant Man and Wasp with the kids. Yeah. So I would have seen it too. Yeah, but you couldn't leave the kids watching Ant Man and the Wasp. I without could have. Else. I could have been like, "All right, guys, you're good. Here's your sweets." They're a ten and an eight year old. You can't leave them in the theater on their own. Yeah, but they're locked in there. I'll just tell the person sitting next to them, "Hey, keep it an eye on these kids, good okay?" For Mrs. Old Trash Panda to come with me and see the Meg, which was hilarious because my mother is not the kind of person who usually watches stuff like that. I'm glad you got a, got a daughter mama movie. That was good. <laughs> She wanted to see Mamma Mia and we went and saw the Meg. But she loved her <laughs> backside off, so it was really good. She thought it was really funny. So it was really good for her to see something just so mind-numbingly stupid, but really amusing and really fun as well. So I got to say, if you haven't seen it, it's really not gory. It's not, you know, there's not a load of bad language. There's definitely really no sex or anything else in it. It is really funny. Um, the worst you see is somebody's arm floating around in the water. Oh, no. But literally most of the time people get eaten, they're literally inhaled because the sharks are so big. So well, you I mean, don't really see anything. It's like eaten. when a whale just eats a school of fish. Like there, there's nothing really that you're going to see there. There's a lot of intense scenes because there's like, oh, my goodness, the they're like inside me. a, uh, at one point she's inside a shark cage, but it's made like of that polymer stuff that doesn't break. And like the sharks chomping at it and can't bite it in half. Wait, but couldn't this so Meg just swallow side, it whole? I mean, it's, it it's like doing. an eighty-foot shark. It just goes. Whoop, no, it starts swallowing the cage. Yeah, and she's like, and and uh, Ruby. Uh, no, what was her name? Ruby. Ruby Ru- Roundhouse. No, that's Jumanji. Rose. Honey. Ruby. Rose Ruby. I don't remember what her name is. Anyway, she she's like, it isn't gonna break. And the girl in the cage, like, yes, but I'm being swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Statham's having to go and try and fish her out of the neck of the show. It's hilarious. It's All so right. good. Well, we are getting out of here right now. Uh, I guess Livy's saying you should watch The Meg, I I, I think. Rent but, it. It's but fun. as this year begins, one of the things, again, I like to say, guys, is don't forget to be awesome. Uh, at camp this week when I was uh, helping out with the teens, that the really the thing we're looking at was identity and who you are. And guys, don't forget who you are, that, that you are loved, that you are valuable, that, that, that you is the best thing you can be. So guys, don't forget to be awesome because you already are. Just, just don't forget. And Livy's is... Be unique. Be yourself. You know what? You were made to be a specific person with specific gifts and you are talented and you have those gifts. And you know what? You were given those gifts for a reason. So use them and be unique. Don't follow the rest of the crowd and don't wear green anoraks with a fur line hood because the cat says no. Um, okay. The cat says no. Okay. Well, no, everybody, <laughs> for a while there, everybody had I, I know. green anoraks with a fur line. <laughs> no. All right, guys. Again, we love you. We do. Thank you. And bye. Bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.